Welcome to the Spurs News Podcast, your home for all things Spurs. And now, let's join our hosts. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new edition of the Spurs News Podcast. I am Sam, and I'm delighted to say I'm joined, as always, by my good friend Matt. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, mate. Good, yeah. Getting some good results, you know, so happy days. Happy Spurs fan at the moment. <laughs> you, you said results. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that. that we're, we're just going to dive straight in there. You, you've gone straight away. we got some good results. Listen, that's what you've got to focus anything on. Else. That's what you got to focus on. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, so me and you have got, like, a running order in front of us, and the first thing it says, you know, is introductions so we like do our pleasantries but we've just dived right in now (laughs) it? the next thing was going to be talk about the Wolves win and the PSV win so you you just want to focus on the the win part don't you you don't want to talk about the games too much it's a well, especially the Wolves game. I mean, the other, the, 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 P, the PSV game, I mean, brilliant. Like, you know, at last, we're the team that are scoring the last minute winner, you know, and not, not considering the last uh, mate, minute goal. They're just so, there's so much. Now, I've I got to be honest with you. We, we The last few weeks, we've been talking about different games and performances, and I've been a bit, I'll admit, I've been a little bit downbeat on things. But today, and these two wins over Wolves and PSV, have actually pushed me, I fear, have pushed me to my 90s breaking point of like when I was back at school, okay. where I'm now just laughing and I'm just smiling because it's like, yeah, yeah, that's that's about right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what, a second penalty? Yeah, of course it is. Oh, what, they scored from the very first corner of the game after like 60 seconds? Of course they have. What the hell? It's entertainment, yeah. Sam. It's entertainment. Oh, mate, I, I, just, I just got to get there because I was getting despondent and I can't be that way. I can't be that person. I, I can't be a miserable git. I can't. I, I, you know, I just, I can't handle it. So let, let's just chat the Wolves win first. Um, that is a That was a really strange game for me. Uh, because we were 3-0 up. Now, every Spurs fan knows we could be 8-0 up in the 93rd minute with only one minute left of added time and we're all thinking, blow the whistle, ref, come on. Oh, come on. We, we've seen it happen, ref, come on. So, uh, that there is never any safety, ever. I never, ever feel like we got this. No, we're good. It's no. fine. I, and I've never felt that. Pock and his team were kind of giving it to me a little bit, but I feel like this season they've taken it away. Like, no, you don't deserve that. You don't deserve that certainty in your life. <laughs> um, so, yeah, 3-0 up. But I again, I was watching it thinking, wow, this is impressive because, you know, Wolves against Man City here, and Wolves have played well. You know, yeah. there's a little bit of luck on our side. Uh, we've taken our chances, which is something recently I've been, you know, slamming my head into a wall thinking, why aren't we taking our chances anymore? Um, I was thinking, yeah, this is like the old Trafford game, you know, where we kind of went there, soaked them up, and then smashed 3-0, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. I thought Juan Foyf looked incredible. Um, by by the way, there's a joke on Twitter, and I can't remember who first tweeted it, so I apologise to the person if he's listening. Um, but he says his best, his favourite thing since we've signed the young Argentinian central defender is when he plays as part of a back four, he is one fourth of our defence. God, that's what it. That's that's a well thought out joke, though. So give me that, credit that for that. Is, that's a dad joke <laughs> of epic proportions. But 
I laughed. Every time I've seen it, I'm just like, yeah, that's brilliant. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I thought he was great. Yeah, um, I mean, I, 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 I probably, I probably, it's my turn probably to make an apology because, uh, yeah. I mean, I was lucky enough to be at the game and um, when we were... Oh, of course you were. Yeah, yeah. awesome. I, I, you know, I'd been to so few away games in my life. I, I've been to... My, my brother-in-law is a huge Sunderland fan, so in yeah. the days when they were in the same league as us, we used to go and watch Sunderland <laughs> away every year, but obviously now you'd have to dive down the, down the leagues to watch them. But yeah. uh, that was... Sorry, sorry, JP, that's a bad... If he's listening, <laughs> bad dig, mate. But anyway, I like Sunderland. But anyway, yeah, so... I, I, I remember Sunderland. They used yeah. to play football there. Yeah. I, I remember that. that yeah. do, do you know what? It's a nice ground, actually. But yeah, anyway, uh, so I was... Nice ground, crap team. Yeah. Nice ground. Sorry, kind of, I'm yeah. 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 <laughs> so I, this this was, you know, a, a real rarity for me to get, get to go to an away game. And it was quite odd, actually, because... Um, Remind me, don't let me go off point, sir. Remind okay. me about the fourth. But yeah, when I was when I was at the game, whenever I watch Spurs play away, I always um, get the impression that we're really noisy, and uh, you know, you sort of hear us, hear us fans wherever yeah. we are. And it was really strangely subdued, and it was odd because I was thinking it's a it's a Saturday night, and how yeah. often is a football match, a league football match, played at seven forty five on a Saturday night for one? Yeah. So I thought it'll be a cracking atmosphere. We'll all be shut, but we was really <laughs> quiet, really quiet. Yeah. And I think there was a, there's a couple of reasons I think why we were really quiet. One okay. is they so we so if you if you're watching on television, that big stand that runs along the pitch. Yeah, uh, that's where we were. So if you were looking at it from the TV cameras, we're to the right of that big stand, and they just they they we we sit all across. And obviously, there's, if there's anyone listening that goes to away games, on there is already. But there's it kind of the, the lower tier. They look they sit you all across that. So at some most away games, you got kept put into us into like a little corner, don't you? But with yeah, this, we yeah. were spread out. So it kind of made it difficult to kind of have that feeling of we're all in this, you know, it's us against these, all these people surrounding us because we were really stretched along the bottom, that bottom tier and they're really clever wolves because what they do as well is they, that bottom tier, the, the side you're in is next to that single tier stand they've got <laughs> and they it are, just drains them out. Oh, absolutely. They, they, to their credit, they were brilliant. I mean, obviously when we went freely up, uh, they, they subdued a little bit, but they were really, <laughs> yeah. they were really, really um, brilliant, really good. Uh, great, you know. The... I, I, over the TV, I did hear us sit down, shut up, and go up at one <laughs> oh, point. Yeah. It was just shortly after the third goal, but they kind of. I've noticed a lot with TV cameras now and TV mics, they turn them down whenever they panic, thinking bad language is about to come into the Yeah, account. yeah, they do. So yeah. you got as far as sit down, shut yeah, up, it's quite sit down, and then, and then it just quietened down. I thought, well. I can't imagine they'd have stopped singing that. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but we we it it was really difficult because we we did try to sing, but we were just yeah. drowned out every time, and it yeah. was just it wasn't worth it. You know, it it, it nah. just wasn't worth singing. But um, yeah, the 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 the, uh, the point I was going to make about fourth. So when we went three yeah. 0 up, I was uh, talking to this gentleman that was sitting to the next, sitting, uh, standing to the, uh, to the right of me, and we was obviously talking yeah. about the game. And I said, after the the, uh, the West Ham game and the way Forrest played at the moment, I said, we put in for eight million. I said, you've got to put at least another ten million on now, just for these two games. And I think yeah. I said that, and I think within about thirty seconds, he conceded that first penalty. Oh, so it was you? Yeah. And I said to him, I turned around and went, just take that ten million off again, mate. <laughs> <laughs> 
Matthews. <laughs> Sorry, mate. I did put the kiss of death on it. But to be every, fair, every it was... fan now knows. It, it was, yeah. It, although it, it was obviously his foul, it, he was left in the lurch by Trippier. Oh, big he? time, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Tripp's had an a, a out-of-body experience he where hard. he suddenly believed every headline written about him from the World Cup. Yes, yes. He, he, he is not the Burry Cafu, all right? He, he isn't. <laughs> he, and when he tried the nutmeg that bloke, I was just looking at him and thinking... Oh. When we signed Trippier, there was one of the things about him which I really liked, which is he was a defender. He had the ability to go forward and cross the ball, but he was a defender. And, you know, Rosette, yeah, <laughs> you know, just, yeah, exactly, you know safety. Yeah. And if you do, and this can be true about everything in life, if you do the basics well, if you do the the stuff well, you know, the stuff that you should do, and you, but you do it well, you will always look a good player and you'll always be regarded by fans as a good player. You can then expand on that and do stuff, but as long as you keep doing those basic things well, people are always going to support you. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I I've seen Trippier go from being an absolute hero at the World Cup to this season. Fans, Spurs fans, generally now looking at him like, "What are you doing? Yeah, he's just why you, are you doing that? You, you've you've hit the nail on the head, I think, Sam. He's just he's just believing in his own hype now, isn't he? He scored that well, cracking it, free it kick seems against that way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I hope that's not it because he seems such a level-headed lad, and and perhaps it's something. You know, I've talked a lot about some of the players in fatigue and how fatigue isn't just your muscles cramping and stuff like that, but it's a mental thing as well and concentration. And a lot of our players are just having this complete concentration, like you know, brain sparks. It's bizarre, isn't it? it just, yeah. it, I mean, Toby Alderweireld's the most composed defender in the world. And he is so assured all the time, and yet he's doing it as well. Yep. Like, there, the coaching hasn't changed, the players haven't changed. It just it's, seems that something is just making them all be a bit unsure of themselves. And of course, it, it, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. We talked about it right at the start of the season about we need a couple of games with clean sheets to stop this late goal nonsense. Mm-hmm. Well, we got that, but then we've carried on making mistakes. So... It, it wasn't, it's like a, it's just something, there's there's something intangible about the team at the moment, which is, they feel rocky or ropey, and I mean, you look at that goal conceded against PSV in the opening minute, that was a thundering yeah. header, he should never have got there. Yeah, he had so much <laughs> space to, to, to do yeah. yeah. But I mean, you know, Gaza in goal didn't have a chance, we could have had a guy on the post and he <laughs> still wouldn't have had a chance, absolute bullet. It was a rocket, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it's one of those goals that you sort of look at and go, oh, bloody hell, I can't believe we conceded that, but never mind, you know, that that's, you know, you've got to shake that off and get on with it, but you saw the team just looking at each other like, really, again? Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's it kind of reminds me of, um, how far, how long ago was it, probably, maybe pre-Poch, there was, there was a period we was going through where, we just kept making those mistakes all the time, and it it maybe it, maybe it was was it in Poch's first season? I'm trying to remember. There was like a period we had where it was like, oh no, not again, and and it, I feel yeah. like it feels like it's creeping back in. And like the last the last two or three seasons, we we have been so solid, haven't we? I mean, I brought up that yeah. stat, didn't I, about um, uh, Toby, where everywhere he's gone, he, the team he's played for have been the, the second lowest. At least the second lowest, you know, uh, goals conceded yeah. over a league se- a league season. Everywhere he's gone, and I can't see that happening this season. No, <laughs> unless things change dramatically, um, which I don't think they're going to. Uh, I, I mean, it's going to be a hard year. I think everybody needs to embrace the fact that we need to stick together um, because at the moment there's a real 
divisive, angry, arguing amongst the fan base all the time, and yeah. it really doesn't help. I mean, the, uh, the Wolves game, we conceded two penalties. I, I still think Juan Foyth had a great game. I think if you look at those two penalties, they're the challenges. The first one, he was kind of in a no-win scenario. The second one, I've seen them not given. Yeah. It was clumsy, and yeah. I, I'm... Ever since that particular referee got branded a Spurs fan and got demoted to the championship, ever since he came back, every decision this fifty fifty goes against yeah. us. It's what... I know that sounds like sorry, mate, I know that sounds like a real football fan thing to say, but genuinely, if you watch games he referees for us now, it's he's gone he's almost like he's overcompensating because of it. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I I mean I for me, that second penalty, it was one of those ones where if it hadn't, if he hadn't have given a penalty, no one would have been bothered. It, either way, I mean, you can say it's a penalty, and, and I'm not going to yeah. complain about the fact it was a penalty, but just as well, I could say that if it wasn't a penalty, I could say, yeah, it, it's just, it, it, it's up to yeah. the referee, isn't it? It's one of those yeah. grey area fouls, isn't it? Where it's just a coming well, together it was, and. It's a 50 50. Yeah. Anywhere else on the pitch, again, is it's, Willie, you know. This isn't a Raheem Sterling going through tripping over his own feet. Yeah, you know, this yeah, is, you yeah. know, there was contact. The guy's gone down, but is it a coming together or is he going to take him out in a foul? Could you argue that a coming together to stop a goal scoring opportunity is still a penalty? I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a referee, but it, like you said, it's one of those where he gives it. You can go, yeah, I can see that. If he didn't give it, you could go, yeah, I can. Yeah, it's it's nothing. So mm. I'm not. It was soft, but. It just made the end of the game that oh. little bit more stressful. Oh, try um, which being was there, not mate. Needed. No thanks. No, I'm try try watching it after sitting there for about twenty minutes, chatting, going, "Oh, yeah, this is good." Three 0 Oh, Matt, Matt's gone to a good one, hasn't he? Fair play. Oh, he's, I hope he's having a lovely time. Oh, three one. Oh, well, oh, that's a, that's disappointing. Oh, three two. Oh, hello. <laughs> Um, the one thing I'll say is we did get over the line. Yes. Um, a, a typical Spursy, old-fashioned Tottenham would have lost that game four-three. Uh, an improved Spurs luckily would have drawn it three-all, but we didn't. We got over the line, and sometimes that's where we ought to focus. Yeah. You know, sometimes you got to come away from it and go, you know, we're, we're not we're not on the best of runs. Things aren't clicking, but we did just go away to Wolves, come away with three points, yeah. which Man City couldn't do. Man City yeah. couldn't do it, and I yeah. can guarantee you a lot of teams are going to go there and struggle this season. Yeah, I agree. Uh, with an evening kickoff as well, which yep. was weird. You know, seven forty-five on a Saturday. You know, Pock said it in the pre pre-match. You know, normally I'm at home by then. Yeah, it's weird. Um, so yeah, that's. I think the only the last thing I want to say on that really is three points. Yeah, if I could. Done. Yeah, if, exactly. And if I could just say one last thing as well, Sam, being at yep. the game, they had a uh, at half time. I don't know if I guess they wouldn't have. You wouldn't have seen this on TV, no. but at half time they had a light show. So yeah. when we got to the when we got to the game, the, the announcer was saying, you know, at half time there's going to be this fabulous light show. Make sure you're in the ground to watch it. Yeah, and. Um, after the uh, after the game, I actually was uh, bumped in. Well, I, was, I was just chatting to another uh, Wolves fan, and I, uh, we mentioned the light show. And apparently, he said that he'd been in the Wolf, in the local uh, Wolverhampton uh, newspaper the last two weeks. Come to the game, watch this light show. Honestly, mm-hmm. it was the most. It was the biggest damn scrim ever. Oh really? <laughs> they just had the. They just played some loud music. Turned and they go with a torch going crazy. Yeah, they turned all the lights went off, so it went really dark. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know, did they show the, um, you know, the, the 
remembrance two minutes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you know how it all went dark and the light just focused on them, the guy with the uh, playing the trumpet. It was a bit like that. It went yeah, dark, yeah. and then the floodlights just started flashing, and then music started playing for about five minutes, and that was it. <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> it, it was rubbish. Like oh, real rubbish. Dear. It's like that. Literally, you've been building up to this for two weeks, and, and that's, that's, this is your life. So Pangland Disco right there. Oh dear, what a wolves. Welcome to the Premier League, boys. Thanks a lot. Um, so so let's just touch on the next one briefly. Uh, we beat PSV. Uh, it's our first win in the Champions League this season. Um, much, <laughs> much needed. Yeah, just a bit. Um, this has been a weird season full stop, but in the Champions League, it's just been bizarre. Yeah. Uh, Especially after last season as well. Yeah, dominated Inter, but lost the game in dying minutes through madness. Uh, dominated PSV away, but ended up drawing in madness. Um, played really well against Barcelona at Wembley, but were comp- you know were handsomely beaten. Yeah. Um, we then dominated again against PSV at Wembley, but. I don't. I, mean, I said this in our group chat, which is it just felt like one of those nights, and to me, it was the moment I had that feeling was Ericsson hitting it straight to the keeper, and then mm. Delhi hitting mm. it straight to the keeper straight on the, the rebound. Yeah. yeah, and I just watched that and thought, really? Yeah. And the moment Delhi did that flick going into the top corner, yes, the and it was, on the it was line. a defender. Yeah, yeah. And and yeah. I'm just looking at it thinking, this is one of those days. We're going to do everything but score. And I was watching. I mean, Kane at one point went in, and I was like, there it is. There. Oh no, nope. Find the keeper. <laughs> and, I, and I'm just watching it thinking, this is never going to happen. We were like, uh, Tottenham have now had 15 shots, 20 shots. I'm like, this this is what is going on. It had that feeling about it, didn't it? It did. Um, and then the funniest thing was when we finally scored, it felt like it came sort of... No, possibly because we were so dominant and balls were flying in a lot. And, yeah. and all of a sudden, this lump it up to Lorente, but then Kane wins it. Lorente controls it and Kane scores. And yeah. I mean, I shouted a few rude words and was quite happy and stick that up your you Dutch and you know stuff like that. But you know, lovely, lovely Anglo-Holland relations. <laughs> um, so I was happy. Yeah, and then the winner was just mad. Yeah, he come off two defenders. Did he come off two defenders and then basically just like trickled over the line. So. You saw this soft header, and I've pretty much looked away, like, oh, it's not. And then I've looked, as I'm like looking away, I've realised the ball's still going. <laughs> and the commentator really like lost it because he was kind of the same as everyone, I think, which was like, Kane, oh, oh, <laughs> it's gone in. I mean, yeah, I, I, I was celebrating. I do have this image ever since you revealed it of when you're watching a game at home because you're not going to wake the kids up. You're jumping up and down and spinning around in a circle. <laughs> silence, yeah, just pure silence. Just this yeah. odd sort of. It was like it's like something out of the Alien film where I'm just I want I'm, I my my mind is telling me to scream, but it's also telling me don't wake the kids up. I'm, 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 I'm going to repeat this again. If your wife's listening, I need a video. Of this. You can't. Come on, make it my Christmas present, please. You've maybe, got to do this maybe, for me. Maybe as a, as a Christmas present for the Facebook page, I'll, I'll, I'll upload a video of me doing a celebration. <laughs> oh, mate, no, I need that. I definitely need that. Um, so, know- yeah, I mean, there isn't a massive amount to say about the PSV game. We battered them in yeah. every department. I mean, their coach afterwards in the post-match was like, yeah, I can't complain about them winning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just, yeah, exactly. You know, they, they battered us. Um, yeah. 
I did laugh that someone said to him, what did you think about the pitch? And he said it was shit, but it was <laughs> shit for both teams. Yeah. I was like, oh, you... well but did, said. But didn't yeah. he say as well that like the word shit is used a lot more commonly in Holland, so it's not like yeah. as, as a bad word as it is in England? Yeah, yeah, he tried to back. Yeah, he tried He tried to just like st- walk it back. Yeah. Trust me, I've tried that with the C word in America. They, they ain't buying it. <laughs> they ain't buying it. <laughs> oh, I say that all the time back home. No one bats an eyelid, but they do. And yeah, no one's... Yeah. That can't use say it, that. Yeah. But you know what, yeah. uh, Sam, talking about the Facebook page, I know um, as an admin, I shouldn't really be trolling. And I do, I promise, uh, I know because it's, it's, it's your baby, isn't it? And I try not to upset yeah. too many people. But that um, I couldn't help uh, but but put a comment on that, that chap's comment when we made the first substitution. Oh, uh, I think yeah. it was when, was it when... L- 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 um, uh, so it was Lucas... Lucas yeah, came so... off, didn't he? So basically, this this has become a, a big thing on our Facebook recently, which is the, the sheer negativity on the page yeah. for whatever reason just seems to exist. And someone commented quite nicely on it the other day, which is, "Oh look, we've scored a goal, and all the comments have vanished." I saw you know, that. Look, yeah, I saw some, that. Something yeah. positive's happened, and everyone's <laughs> vanished. You'd have noticed it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the minute something. So uh, Pochettino took off Lucas, and it got booze from around the stadium. No. If you're in the stadium, and even the BT commentators didn't pick up on it, but the player apparently signalled to the bench. Now, I didn't see it. I'm watching the TV coverage. However, whilst I'm watching the game, I also keep an eye on Twitter. And at the games are journalists. Journalists are there covering the match, you know, doing their match reports. All of them tweeted around the same time, lots of boos for the decision, but he was cramping and signalled to the bench. This mm. is fitness, not, not performance-related. So I answered the comment on there. You know, I've seen this little thread about. Oh, I mean, the the commentator I think you're discussing said that Pochettino's a bell end. This is a typical, yeah. typical pox substitution. I was just like, oh, and after okay. the game, I just put a comment saying this is awkward with an emoji with a red face. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's 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 aggravating because you know, I do I do try my very very best not to end up engaged in things like that. Yeah. Because I try and keep my. I try and stand back and just go. Look, everyone's got opinions. I might not agree with you, but you can express your opinions. And I will say again, I have never banned anyone from that page for having an opinion different to mine. People claim they've been banned for it, but that's <laughs> it's not true. You know, there's a guy who recently got banned. He wasn't banned for having a different opinion to me because if that was the case, I'd have banned him a year ago. Yeah. He was banned last week because he was laughing and mocking people on a post saying how easy it was to wind Spurs fans up. Mm. Yeah, that's called trolling. Yeah. We don't do that on the Facebook well. page. You just go. I don't care. <laughs> You're gone. Hey, hey, the, th- um, the thing is, the thing is, I was going to say, Sam, with this is, um, so yeah, look, I, I put my hands up. I, I, I probably antagonised the guy a bit, but what annoyed me, the reason why I put the comment was because he was being so derogatory towards Pochettino, which which really rubs me up the wrong way. But the but the the, the sort of the ensuing conversation we had, stroke argument, was yeah. that he he was like, it doesn't like it doesn't matter, because like, I said, look, obviously we've won the game, and yeah. he's, he, I, I understand in hindsight because I I wasn't even aware that the substitution was made because of of the um, the injury. Yeah. So yeah. as far as I was aware at the time, it was made for tactical reasons. And so yeah. the, 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 the thing that, that I couldn't get my head around was this guy that was having the conversation with was t- was basically saying that the result was irrelevant. Okay. Now this is this is previous to me knowing why yeah. uh, Lucas came off, but sure, surely, surely, if if your side are one nil down and a manager makes a, a substitution and then you go on 
regardless of whether that player's directly involved in the goal in the goals, yeah. your team go on to win the game, surely that's a positive substitution, isn't it? Would well, you would you not well, surely surely yeah. the, the result has a relevance to that substitution? I I'm of a firm believer that at the moment Lucas is not fitting into our team. And this is going to open up a bit of a wider debate, I think. But I believe that he he takes up positions where Kane would normally be. Yeah. And because of that, Kane is not getting in as many goal-scoring positions as he used to be. When we made that switch, Kane then scores two goals because he's then in those positions. Mm. Now, you can argue that Lucas was playing very well, and he was. But my biggest criticism for him, and it has been for a few weeks, is he seems to be running down blind alleys. Mm. He made one hell of a run, ripped their team apart, but then didn't pick a pass and didn't hit a shot. He just basically fell over. Now, when Sissoko does that, everyone laughs. Mm. When Lucas does it, oh, what a run. Yeah, he was that the one when he, he actually got a shot off, but it was only because it bounced off the defender behind him? Uh, he didn't even get a shot. He basically just dug his foot into the ground and oh, it yeah. came off his shin. Right. It, it just... He just no. He needs to work on that, and that's fine. You know, every player has stuff they need to work on. Every player does, and you can see the way he beats people. You can see that's an exciting talent there. But I do genuinely believe we've adjusted our attacking system to accommodate him, and it is to the detriment of Kane. Yeah. And to me, it's the detriment of Kane. It's the detriment of Tottenham. Yeah, of course. You would not bring a player into Barcelona and have that player be the detriment of Messi, yeah. it would make no sense. Yeah, and I'm not saying Kane is Messi, I'm just saying, to us, he is he's our, our class striker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, to, to say that the substitution had no effect is nonsense, of course it did. You, you change the players, you're changing the system, you're changing the game. To If we hadn't made the changes, or if he'd taken off, taken off a different player and we'd lost, that same commenter would probably be criticising the substitutions. Oh, why didn't he change so-and-so, or why didn't he do this? Mm. You're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't yeah. when you're the manager. Now, the booing at the stadium, I thought was a bit sad. Yep, um, agreed. And Pock seemed to take it in his stride, but, you know, he, he did say the first time in four years the fans are getting at me. I, I'm shocked that the fans are having a go at him, and it is constant. I think I think part of it, uh, Sam, and I know we have touched on this before, it, it, I think it is because... Because people just fed up being there. I don't. I, I think they're people have got their frustrations with what's going on with the ground, and they're taking them out. They're taking their frustrations out. Probably it's probably a bit misdirected because it shouldn't yeah. be heading towards Pochettino. I, no, in my in my opinion, no, no criticism should be heading towards him because what he's done, how we, what he's done with our club in the last four years is nothing short of miraculous. Yeah. You know, so there should be no crit. I don't. I, I, and this is only my opinion. I appreciate that it's only my opinion, but. You know, we we talked about uh, the the amount of money being spent, didn't we, uh, over, over the last four years? And yeah. for, for him to have us where we are at the moment, with the amount of money that, that net spend we've got, it's it's, it's ridiculous. So yeah. I I just think fans are frustrated. They a lot of fans don't want to be at Wembley, and we've not had a great campaign in the Champions League. But you know, last season we probably like on paper we we shouldn't have been anywhere near the top of that that group, should we? But we ended up there. And yeah. and I think this and we forget that this it was this, this is still a hard group, isn't it? Yeah. You know, the, the, even PSV. I mean, I know we, we we've 
we've got four points from, but they're no mugs, really, are no, they? No, uh, not at all. No, and 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 but obviously Barcelona, one of the best teams in Europe, and Inter Milan are, have got have had a huge resurgence recently, haven't they? So, yeah, this is a hard group, and so yeah, after us, by the way. Yeah, after us, yeah. <laughs> but I, I just I just think it's a hard group, and people are just frustrated. They want to. Like we keep seeing pictures. I mean, we keep sharing them, don't we, on our on our messenger page, the pictures of, of the new ground, and yeah. everyone's just desperate to get in there and. Yeah. People just fed up at being at Wembley, and I think that kind of that frustration and that kind of uh, that yeah, feeling um, is probably what contributed to the booing. And obviously, we were losing, but we wouldn't normally boo. We wouldn't. Like, we don't. No. Like Potch said, we don't boo booing, our team, do we? Booing a booing a substitution. Yeah. I mean, I just, no, I just. Come I, on. Yeah, I don't agree with it. What 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 does that do for the player coming on? Of course, you know? you're right. Well, Absolutely, you're right. What are you doing, guys? Come yeah. on. If, if you were there and you were booing, you're an ass. There yes, you go. I'm I agree just, with I'm you. Just upset about forty thousand oh, people. Sorry. Hopefully, they won't go to another game then, and then we can. And, and my name is Daniel Beecroft, <laughs> and at the end of this podcast, I will give out my address. Um, so, man, uh, the focus of this episode, um, obviously we've chatted the Wolves PSV win. Now, at the end, we're going to chat uh, some questions from the Facebook page, etc. But this episode is going to be a little bit focused on the Spurs ladies team. Um, Tottenham ladies are uh, doing very well. And we, this season, kind of brought in brought in covering them if you like uh, as part of our we we talk about all things Tottenham uh, we talk about the academy and we started talking about that last season uh, so this season the ladies are on board as well uh, so let's have a I'm gonna if you want to sit down this is a lecture everybody you know take your seats <laughs> spit out that gum Matthew yep, everyone everyone pay attention um, the Club Spurs Ladies were originally formed as Broxbourne Ladies in 1985. Uh, they were formed by two ladies called Sue. Uh, I've got two Sue Sharple and Kay Lovelock. If I get any of this wrong, by the way, please do message me because I've basically done all of my research online. <laughs> and let's face it, the internet's about as reliable as Donald Trump's mood. So. <laughs> The the club became Tottenham Hotspur Ladies for the start of the 1991-92 season. So basically, Spurs seeing the trend of ladies football um, with uh, Broxbourne Ladies, and it became Tottenham Hotspur Ladies Football Club. Um, I I had a chat with a uh, with a few uh, people who were involved in the club, and basically what they said was back then it was the name and literally name only. There was no interaction really from the men's side at all mm. they might send a few of last season's shirts down you know <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. it really wasn't much interaction at all and and that didn't improve massively until recently um so it's not like when daniel levy took control in enoch that that changed it really didn't um it's not a. Uh, it's not until the last couple of years they were allowed to train at hotspur way for example so the the clubs they're far more linked now, but they are still a standalone club. Um, the ladies' team back then in ninety one ninety two was literally a first team squad. There weren't any other teams there. However, so that was ninety one ninety two. Now the twenty eighteen nineteen season has grown to run eleven teams. So that actually includes a full academy setup, which is under 17s all the way down to under 10s. Mm-hmm. So 17s, 16s, 15s, 14s, 13s, 12s, 11s, and of course the under 10s. Um, so we've got several first team squads and the academy setup now, which is which is great. You know, you've got young girls playing football, all for Tottenham Hotspur ladies. It's wonderful. 
The team earned promotion last season to the newly rebranded FA Women's Championship. Now, the FA Women's Championship, much like the men's game championship, is the second tier in women's football. The women's football top tier is not called the Premier League, which of course would make that easier for us all, but no, it's called the Super League. That's attached to your rugby uh, links there, isn't it? It was a little bit, yeah. Yeah. I I want to go dun-dun-dun after saying Super League, by the way, so I'm going to do it again. Uh, It's called the Women's Super League. Dun-dun-dun. There we go. Everyone knows it now. Um, This season, the FA Women's Championship will be promoting two teams automatically to the Super League. And Tottenham, ladies, currently are played seven, won six, lost one. Yeah, but that, to be fair, that was against a team that are just... Yeah, we'll, we'll come on to that. But yeah, played seven, won six, lost one. Now, the next game for Tottenham Ladies is against Charlton. That is at home. And that is at home. And it is being played on Sunday, the 18th of November. It's a 1 p.m. kickoff. Uh, Charlton Ladies are currently third. Tottenham are currently first. Come on, in you the league. So, yeah, we, we want to be in one of those top two positions come the end of the season. We need to be beating Charlton and cementing it. So that's... We can do it. Yeah. And they got a great squad. Um, by all accounts, they're, they're just a great group. They will always pay attention to the fans that make it down. They play at uh, Cheshunt. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Am I saying that right? Yeah, Cheshunt. Cheshunt. Yeah, Cheshunt. Yeah, yeah. Cheshunt. See, I'm from Bristol. <laughs> Everything... <laughs> If it, if I don't sound like a farmer saying something, I sound like a damn pirate. So there's just no there's no escaping it's it at nice all. Game. But yeah, Chechen, Um they play their their football club um, and the home games. I mean, ticket prices are like a fiver. Uh, kids concessions are like three quid. So if you're up for it, go along. It's on a Sunday. It's a one p.m. kickoff. Sunday, the 18th of November. Uh, get your Spurs shirt on. Get down there. It's great for kids. Uh, the family orientated. You know, it's a really and and the football quality is improving all the time. And I say this, and I and I kind of sound like I'm being uh, patronising, and I don't mean to sound patronising, but the women's game development-wise is years behind the men's game. You know, a number of years behind the men's game. But in terms of quality and watching the game, in my experience recently of watching women's football, it has jumped yeah. in quality over the last few years and obviously that comes from uh you know the super league being a fully professional league i mean the fa women's championship i mean the spurs ladies for example it's not a fully professional team uh the spurs ladies most of them in that squad are either in full-time education the younger ones or are working full-time jobs as well part-time jobs they're training three times a week and playing games so I think I mentioned it to you when we first started talking about the ladies team, Matt. The, the dedication is what absolutely inspires me to oh, be absolutely, involved, yeah. to get involved. Um, it, it's back to that kind of uh, us older people, <clears throat> us older people. I'm not going to say just how old, but older. <laughs> Let's just say we, we, we say we're not, we 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 the, the generation before the millennials, aren't we? So we're the yeah, the old yeah, we're older yeah. than the millennials. Put it that way. Yeah, we're, we're older than them. Yeah. Yeah, lazy millennials. Now. <laughs> um, so we can say that for a start. But no, it just we we remember watching players play football when the salaries weren't nuts, and mm. we remember watching those guys play for the absolute passion of the shirt. Mm. Um, over the years, you know, football at times, not all, but at times, you feel like you're watching, yeah, you know. 
oh good I'm watching millionaires kick a ball around and I'm, <laughs> I'm spending a hundred quid for the privilege um, it kind of takes it back a little bit it kind of seeing them go out you know because they're giving up so much sacrificing so much to to put that effort in for Tottenham ladies you know for Tottenham Hotspur yeah of course um, it, it is great it's really kind of refreshing to see and I was very very lucky and the next part of the podcast now is actually going to be an interview I was delighted and completely charmed to speak to Anna Philby, who is a player who we signed this summer. You'll find out in the interview where we signed her from, but <laughs> I'm not going to give any spoilers away now. But um, discuss. It's a swear word. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah I'm, not allowed, I'm not allowed to say it on the podcast. It's that C word. I'm not allowed to say it. No. <laughs> um, she, so yeah, uh, we signed her this summer. I was delighted to have a chat with her uh, via Skype. Uh, we discussed various things, and I hope everyone can sit back and enjoy the interview because here it is. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another special edition of the Spurs News Podcast. Today, I'm delighted to say that I'm recording an interview with Anna. Anna is a member of the Spurs Ladies Squad. Uh, Anna, say hello to everybody. Hello, everyone. Yeah, uh, well, first of all, it's Halloween, so happy Halloween. Happy Halloween to everyone. <laughs> are, are you going to be trick-or-treating today? I'm not. I've got training. I've oh. Got training. Well, well there's got to be some fun to be had at training, though, obviously. Of course there will be. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I hope so anyway. Um, did, you, did you see the YouTube video of the men's first team with their Halloween thing? Have you seen that yet? I've seen little bits of it. Yes, yeah. it's quite good. It's quite good. Yeah, I saw we might create our own. Now, that, that's what I like to hear. Yes. Upstage <laughs> we'll them. Happens. Upstage them at every chance you get. That's what I say. Okay, yeah. Um, so, Anna, I, I've done some research on you, which okay. is probably going to... I can hear the nervousness in your voice as <laughs> I've said that. Um, I, I've gone online. So, basically, my research is purely from the, the wonderful Oracle that is Google. Oh, um, great. Now, I don't know if you've ever Googled yourself. No, I haven't, no. Now, that's smart. I like that. <laughs> so, I'm going to run through things. And if at any point you just go, yeah, that's not right, you just jump in, okay? All right, go on then. Okay, so first of all, uh, the first thing I found is that you turned 19 at the start of this month. Is that correct? I did, yeah, I did. And you joined Tottenham this summer. Yeah. Now, now one of the things I've noticed is you joined from um, Arsenal. Is that correct? That is correct, yeah. Okay, and does that, you know, does that mean there are some affiliations there with that other team? Affiliate? Uh, I was there for eight years. I was at Arsenal for eight years. But did but... you come... Through like the youth setup there. Yeah, I've been there since I was ten years old. Wow. Yeah. So what made you make the jump? Uh, I was a bit unlucky. I got an injury oh. at the end of last season. It was really just to play first team football because I was getting on the bench for the first team, but yeah. wasn't really getting a lot of game time. So it's going to be tough. And at this age, it's really important to be playing and getting minutes on the pitch. Yeah, really. definitely. I mean, Arsenal ladies are probably. The, the most dominant side in ladies football in England. I mean, that's probably fair to say. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm I'm still very much learning. I mean, you're you're probably gonna laugh at my minuscule knowledge of ladies football as we go through this, and I'm okay. hoping by doing the podcast and by me not being that bright and asking possibly dumb questions, I'm gonna help educate our audience as well. Okay, so I'll help you out. I'll help you out. Thank you. You're a hero already. <laughs> 
so one of the questions they're all, of course, going to be dying for me to ask you is, does that mean that you're an Arsenal fan? But I won't ask that because that would be cruel. <laughs> <clears throat> we're, we're just going to assume you're not and move on. Um, but yeah, moving across. Now, one of the things I did see is that you represented England at youth level. Yeah. But then you've been called up to the full Wales squad. Is that correct? That is correct, yeah. Ah, so are, here's the next question. Are you Welsh or are you English? Well, I'm English, fully English, but yep. my nan's a my nan's really well, so that makes me feel Ah, so it, are, have you decided which way you're going to go? No, I haven't made my decision yet. Not yet. Ooh, <laughs> I was, so, I was so, just going to have a look at the Wales camp and see what it's like. Is it... I mean, I, I honestly, again, and this is possibly a daft question, I don't know how this works. Obviously, I, I love the game of football. I yeah. follow it quite well. When I was younger, I, I played rugby to quite a certain level. Now, oh, nice. my, my my surname's Jones, which basically qualifies me for Wales. Whether I was born okay. there or not, it just qualifies me. So when I was coming through and I was sort of 16, 17, I was constantly being invited to go over the bridge because I, I live in Bristol, not far away. So I was constantly invited to go over there for training camps. Now, in rugby, you basically don't set in stone who you play for until it is senior level. So I could have played for Wales, England or Ireland in my case yeah. all the way up until that and then switched. I don't know if yeah. that's the same in football. Yes, exactly the same in football. So as soon as I play a professional game for um, a first I, team, that's depending it. which one, then I'm set in stone there. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's interesting. Well, it's good that you're keeping your options open. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and how, was that. That, how was that getting called up, though? Was it quite an honour? Yeah, of course it's an honour. It's international football. You've got to take all that you get, really, haven't you? But see, so, so far, my research isn't bad. So far, no, things are going quite well. You're doing well. You're doing well. Yeah, and now you are described when you were signed by Tottenham yeah. as a versatile defensive player. Yeah. Now, that, that seems to be sort of like a very broad brush strokes. So where do you see yourself? What what would you say is your best or, or favourite position and how would you describe yourself as a player? Growing up, I've played in many positions. I've played yeah. in nearly every position on the pitch, but now I really am enjoying playing centre-mid. Yeah? Yeah, I like, I'm a ball player. I like having the ball. I like spraying the passes controlling the game really well, i mean it says a versatile defensive player would you classify yourself as someone who likes to throw in the tackle as well as play in the ball yeah yeah definitely. i mean when you were sort of growing up then so obviously uh, men's football still is far 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 more developed than the, the women's game yeah when you were growing up did you believe that you could become a, a footballer you know and make it that way or was it sort of love to do it but who knows I definitely believed that I could do it but I just Brilliant. I just knew that um I'd have to focus on education as well because I knew that football wouldn't be well thought that football would be um your job but also you'd have to have another job on the side so I also focused on my education and make sure I got that set well, well obviously I'm, now the option well, is well, I was, I was gonna part. say I mean you're, you're only 19 yeah and I mean if Tottenham continue to progress as a club like they seem to want to progress yeah and you know if this season carries on the way it started which let's all hope it does yeah um i mean the club could well be going fully professional yeah and, definitely. That, yeah. yeah definitely that is the aim and i do think this squad definitely have the potential to do that well i mean let's just say it now i mean that the side have got a hundred percent record in the league so far undefeated this season yeah. Um and I and I'm right. I hope I'm right in saying this is the first season in the women's championship as well. Yeah, it is definitely. Which is the second tier of women's football in England. Yeah. Okay. See, see, I'm doing really well. <laughs> I, I, doing really well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've not made myself look stupid yet, but the, <laughs> the conversation's still young. <laughs> 
I mean, obviously you joined in the summer, and it there seemed to be quite a quite a change in the summer. There seemed to be quite a few players sort of came in, but you yeah. seem to have gelled really quickly, which is great to see. Yeah, the girls that were already there made it so easy for us just to come in, and they really accepted us. So it was nice. It made a nice atmosphere. Made it well, easy for us just to come in. Well, that's brilliant. I mean, uh, yeah. the captain of the side um, yeah. is Jenna Scalacci. Yeah. Uh, am I saying that right? Yes, you're saying it right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to celebrate. No one can see me right now, but I am celebrating that. Okay, now I I, I want to chat to Jenna at some point, just yeah. purely because I want to say the word Scalacci like 50, <laughs> 60 great. times. Jenna's great. I was going to say, I mean, she comes across brilliantly every time yeah, I ever see her speak. So uh, I'm guessing if you're the captain and that's the kind of tone she's setting, that must be just be great for the whole team being able yeah. to just settle in. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Uh, one other player as well, quickly before we moved on. Um, yeah. Is it Baptiste? Am Bianca, I saying that yeah. Bianca yeah. Baptiste? Am I saying that right? Yeah, you're saying that right. Oh wow, that's two for two. <laughs> no one's going to believe that. I'm glad I got that recorded. <laughs> so, I mean, how do you? If we, I was talking to a lot of people before speaking to you, and I said I was going to be chatting to a member of the Spurs ladies team, and we were going to be putting it on the podcast. And, and one of the key questions that everyone kept asking me to sort of relay to somebody was, how do you feel the ladies game has developed over the last few years? Now, I mean, you're obviously only 19, which yeah. is fantastic, but you have been in like the Arsenal setup since since you were 10, did you say? Yeah, yeah. So you've been around probably one of the most established and professional women's outfits that we have in England. Yeah. Um, so, so how how's it been the kind of adjustment from from the Arsenal setup to Tottenham? Because I imagine there must be quite an adjustment. So I was training with Arsenal full time. I was in yeah. with the first team during the day, whereas um, Tottenham's during the evening. So we train three nights a week. So it's a bit different, like your other life away from football. But I'm enjoying it. Like it's good. It gives me. I've gone back into another. I'm taking another educational course because we've got the time to do it. So. It is good. I like it. It's good. Well, well, that was going to be the next question I was going to ask, which is obviously the other thing that when I when I first at uh, the start of this season, uh, we at Spurs yeah. News made the decision we were going to bring the Spurs ladies as part of the offering that we have of talking about and our coverage. Yeah. Uh, we got about 55,000 people on the Facebook page. <laughs> it, basically, one of the things that I've, I was blown away by is that the dedication from yourselves and the whole squad, because the vast majority of the team are working a job, you know, are, are full-time employed plus training three nights a week. Yeah. Um, and, and yourself, I mean, you're, you're basically in, in essence, full-time education again. Uh, yeah. I'm guessing you've got back to like college or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I have, yeah. So, I mean, to me, that, that's amazing. I mean, it could just be perhaps I'm just a lazy sod myself, but <laughs> I mean, the thought of doing that and the dedication that is that, that sort of takes it to another step to me. And that, and that was why I was so impressed and why I sort of got involved a lot more than my original plan was. Yeah. Um, just because of how impressive I find that. And I, I think a lot of people listening to that, it, it's kind of great that you're seeing people play the game for love. Yeah, it makes it mean that little bit more, if you know what I mean, because it does. of how much it takes. Like. Yeah, and it is, a, I mean, it is a massive undertaking. And obviously... Yeah. From your point of view and from the whole club's point of view, I'm guessing if this season does continue the way it does, which I'm hopeful and I'm fully expecting it to because you're a great group, come the end of the season, you know, the club have got kind of some big decisions to make about what to do next year. I mean, it's quite an exciting time, really. 
yeah definitely it's very exciting as i said like we all believe that we can do it so well and, and that comes across as well i'm i've not been able to get to one of the games live yet but just every every interaction we've had so far and every game i've sort of been following along it's yeah you, you can tell you know the, the last game against aston villa you know went a goal down but came back, it, you know, it wasn't the most vintage performance of the season so far, but yeah. you can tell in the group, there's this real belief against any team, you know, that they're going to get a result and that it comes across brilliantly. One, one of the other things as well, I was going to ask you, and it was sort of a, a possibly a strange question, but what would you say is the, the key differences from, so from a person's point of view, if they're listening to this podcast and they think, oh, I'd love to go along to a game. What would yeah. you say are kind of the key differences to going along to, you know, the women's game as opposed to going to a, a men's game? Um, I think you're a lot closer because you can literally stand the whole way around the pitch. Yeah. So you get like a completely different view on it. Yeah. Um, I think it's very, as, as you said before, like, it's very family friendly, like, yeah. and we make sure as players, like, we always go after the game and interact with our fans. Like, we'll do any pictures, signings, whatever they want. That's brilliant. Um, yeah, and like, we've just took on like um, birthday parties at the club, so we oh, all wow. sign a card and stuff for the kids. And we have like a party in the clubhouse. So I think that's good. Like, yeah, well, my, my daughter's ten, so I'm gonna yeah. possibly not let her listen to this bit because she will be on at me for that. She's she she's already just basically plaguing my life about being at a game. It's like, uh, will it, will they let me be a mascot? I don't know. Yeah, to, you know, yeah. see, don't say things like she'll hear this, and that's it. I will never hear the end of it. She, uh, oh bless her. No, I mean, but from my point of view, I, you know, I've got a ten year old daughter. She loves the game. Yeah. You know, she yeah. she. I mean, she's basically Harry Kane obsessed, which I think most <laughs> ten-year-olds are, boys yeah, or girls at the moment. But it, when it when I was talking to her about this, I mean, her eyes just lit up, and it oh, was so not... lovely. Well, it's amazing to see because yeah. from her point of view, it's like a realization. You mean, oh, so I can do this? Yeah. And it, it seems to me that perhaps you know, when you were younger, you know, you started at Arsenal at ten, so the same age my daughter is. Yeah. Y- you were probably not really appreciating that it could become a career almost you know you're just playing for the love of it yeah literally but there's generations now coming through and girls are actually seeing it as something well i could do that that yeah that is an option and that's great that's that's really great to see yeah i think that's important that it is like, yeah. the way for them yeah definitely and and do you feel kind of like a, a responsibility with that for yourself yeah definitely i want to like be the best role model I can and inspire as many girls to get involved as I can really and and being the, the best role model you can obviously you you're very careful on social media I'm sure yeah of course yeah yeah um so if I uh scrolled back through your twitter to your very first tweets I'd find nothing embarrassing you'd find nothing I'm sure of it <laughs> how confident are you feeling right now knowing that I've done my research <laughs> great Go on. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm warning you. But I, I, um, I did, I did scroll back through, and all I found was lots of retweets saying how much you loved Arsenal. I don't know what that's about, but um, you know, I, oh, God. I'm joking. She never tweeted that once. She says lying casually. But You're no. killing me here. Look, 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 it's fine. It's fine. We all make mistakes. You know, you were ten. You know, uh, you know, when, when you're a kid and you look back and your mum's dressed you in some hideous jumper, it's like, you know, it's it's what it is. I'll let it go. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but, but but okay, so some random questions then that are 
our listeners wanted me to ask you. Okay. Um, so I apologize in advance. No worries. Guys. Um, there's two or three here asking for your number. I'm not going to give them that. You're fine. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Um, there's one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. If a guy's asking you via a podcast, he's not worth knowing. <laughs> just, <laughs> just brush past them. Um, so the first one is, did you have a favorite player growing up? And if so, who was it and why? Um, I'd probably say Ronaldinho. Oh, what a fantastic choice. Only because I just loved that whenever he's playing, he always had a smile on his face and brought smiles to other people. So that was really, like, it was good to watch. Do you know, he doesn't get as much credit as I think he should. No, yeah, I know, definitely. He was always a joy to watch when I was... Yeah, massive, you know, because people talk about the Messi and Ronaldo kind of... And people just seem to forget Ronaldinho completely. Even like when you just said it then, I was like, yes, yeah, what a fantastic <laughs> choice. He was brilliant and he was yeah. a real joy to watch. And he was at a kind of a time where he really stood out. Yeah. Uh, so if you were to be any player, then, it, you know, that's the kind of player you'd like to be. Yeah, definitely. Now, the next question on this, which kind of leads on, it said, if you were to describe yourself as a player in the Tottenham men's team, so if you were to look at the Spurs squad as it is at the moment, who okay. would you say you most closely resemble in style of play, not looks? Don't don't go down that road. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd probably go for a mixture. Okay. Because, well, I can play either defensive mid or attacking yeah. mid, but I'm also quite versatile. So I'd go with Eric Dyer. Yeah. Who can play centre-back as well. I've done that a few times. And he's my number, number 15. Ah, and perfect. I'd, and I'd probably go Christian Eriksen. Wow, okay. Just like his passing ability. So, so you you know, you rate yourself as being able to put in a tackle and create as well. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> because if that's true, um, any chance you could play tonight versus West Ham? Because we're kind of <laughs> just, <laughs> hey, just genuinely, no. <laughs> um, but okay, no, I like that. And would you, yeah. I mean, you're, you're number 15 with the yeah. Spurs ladies squad. Now, do you get to any influence on having the number 15 or was it just assigned to you? Um, there was like a choice of numbers and I picked that one. So, okay. Yeah. Any any particular reason you picked it? I just liked it. I don't know. I didn't really have a reason why. I just liked the number, so I picked it. <laughs> okay. Well, hopefully if you have a really great season, stick with it. You know, don't... Yeah. Don't want to change that up too much. Now, speaking speaking of obviously your season, before I get back to the questions, at the at the moment, I believe you're coming back from an injury. Is that correct? Yeah, just a, yeah, just a little one. Yeah. So, when do you think you're going to be back, or when do you hope to be back? Um, we're aiming for like two weeks, maybe. Yeah. Hopefully, like a week or two. Yeah. Oh, pretty, so back. back back for the sort of the Christmas fixtures then, definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, well, well, I'm pleased to hear that because it's actually over Christmas time. I'm planning to come down to one of the games, so oh, nice. I, I, I'm hopefully to see you play. I'll be there. I'll be like your personal fan club, just cheering you nonstop. <laughs> Thanks. I'll, I'll be the one with the ten year old on his shoulders, looking really cross that I didn't I'll organize it to be a ball girl. <laughs> well, as you should, yes, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, a t-shirt, I heart Anna on it or something like that. I'll, I'll get everybody involved. It'll be fine. But oh, uh, sounds uh, good. I'm looking forward to it now. Okay, so back to the back to the quick fire questions from everybody then. Okay. Just sifting through them just to make sure there's none that we don't want to be asking you because Yeah. Yeah, so I've asked you the favourite player girl who you most associate with. Did you because obviously it wasn't really on T V as much then as it is now, but did you have a favourite player in the ladies game when you were growing up? Yeah, of course it was Kelly Smith. 
I, I was about to say. I mean, yeah. probably that's the one female football player that everybody. Yeah. I mean, I also, uh, I also really admired Rachel Yankee as well. She coached me when I was at a previous club before Arsenal, and she was yeah. great. And then when I come to Arsenal, she remembered me, which was nice. So yeah, and then oh, right. well, no, got a lot of tips from her, so it's good. Well, no, I mean that's that is amazing. That is yeah. great. I mean, it's it's something that is really, you know, something that's growing the the ladies' game definitely. I yeah. Mean, we've seen an explosion in interest from our point of view from from what we've done when we started we made the decision in the summer we added you know the spurs ladies information to our website and we started posting about the games as and when they were happening um very little interest at first um but possibly due to winning constantly which helps you know (laughs) that that helps people it definitely does but just generally we're seeing more and more people and you know men the women and the the younger audience as well asking us questions which is great you know which is you know asking us questions saying you know well where you know where are the games how do we get there etc so it's putting you on the spot now so i apologize but you know where are the home games for for tottenham ladies um when when is the next game for spurs ladies and you know how do people get down there how do they get involved um our home games are played at Chesham Football Club. Yep. And our next game is a big one. We've got United this Sunday. It is Manchester United this it Sunday. Manchester United this Sunday is yeah. Uh, wait. They're they're like the money bags of the league that nobody <laughs> likes. Let's let's call it right now. They're like the Manchester City of ladies football in the Championship right now. <laughs> wow, that is going to be a big game. Are you yeah, big there? game. Hopefully, yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. And uh, how are you feeling about it? How how's the squad? Are they nervous? Of course, we've got to respect them, but yeah. we're, we're top of the league alone, so they've got to respect us too. We're, we're going in five points clear, yeah. but they've got a game in hand, so, so yeah, of course. So you're expecting us to put six past them. I like that. Yes, Anna. <laughs> well said. <Yeah. laughs> oh, that's a quote. No, um, oh, I, I think it's going to be a great game because I mean, yeah, of I, course. I've been looking at the results and United have obviously been winning their games and they, they tend to pile on the goals. You know, they, they do, yeah. So, so their goal difference is quite impressive. Obviously, they've not run into us yet, which is what... Uh, <laughs> we're, we'll soon stop that. You know, um, I, I saw our keeper save the penalty the other the other week. Yeah. You know, so, so we're Just ready. Then. We've got them. <laughs> uh, the only other thing really to chat about then before we kind of wrap this up is obviously... Battling back from injury. Yeah. Do you have sort of goals for for this season personally? You know where where you kind of want to be. You know, like cementing a first team place, etc. Or is is that things you want to kind of keep to yourself? Or are you happy to share? Um, of course, definitely. I want to get back, obviously, um, get back strong, fit, and then hopefully be a like good addition to the team. But um. Yeah, of course, I want to try and get regular game time, maybe cement a spot if I can. Uh, I mean, yeah. they're, they're doing very well. But yeah, I, it's hard. I, it's hard to come in at this stage, but uh, just just, carry on just, working hard. Just, just kick a few in training. You'll be all right. <laughs> Sing, single a few out, you know. That's not how it works. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, okay. Well, see, I'm glad you're here to tell me these things because, uh, you know, I, I get this wrong and so the last question that anybody asked which i will put to you now which is going to awfully put you on the spot okay but i'm going to ask it anyway because i think it'd be funny who is your best friend in the spurs squad and 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 why 
And who do you hate? No, no, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm not asking that. <laughs> so no. go on, then. I think I already know the answer to this, by the way, because I follow you on Twitter. Yeah, if you stalk me, you probably know. Yeah. Um, no, Rihanna Dean's my best mate. We've known each other since we were seven years old. Wow. So we've moved clubs pretty much together, really. We've ended up in the same place. So it's nice. It's nice to have so someone. Was Rihanna at Arsenal as well? She was at Arsenal, yeah. And did she move across in the summer with you or did before? Uh, she, yeah, she moved off. Well, she went to another club and then she got to Spurs. So I stayed at Arsenal for an extra year. She was ah. in another club and now. And now you've both joined again. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I mean, and you've both been converted to the light side, which is, you know, good. We, we um, have been, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's the most important thing. And <laughs> she, she is uh, having a good season. Very good. She's flying. She's flying. Is she? Is she a bit cocky about it though? You, no, you can tell me. You, no, you can tell very, me. She's very humble. Very. Are humble. You, you, yeah, I'm reading between the lines. I hear you. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> and it was her birthday very recently. Yeah, Patrick on your birthday. Normally. Yeah, yeah. That was just showing off, though. Don't you think? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, she's. That was that was it. I was following you on Twitter, and I think you tweeted her in the morning saying about getting a hat trick for your birthday, and she actually went and did it. Yeah. Yeah. Again. See, show. Knowing your friends, knowing your friends. Well, very much so. Yeah, yeah. Keep them close. <laughs> no, I mean, she's having a fan. I mean, I think she's top goal scorer in the league currently. She is top goal scorer. Yeah, she's got eight goals in the league. Wow. Yeah, she's flying. So 11, I think like a few more in all competitions as well. So. so she should be able to scare the life out of the Manchester United side this this. We'd Sunday. hope so. We'd hope so. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she will. But yeah, I mean, Anna, thank you so much for no. for spending some time with us today. Um, I'm hoping maybe later in the season we can do this again. Um, yeah, definitely. And, Thanks and for having me chat about you know where where the side are now and hopefully you'll be back playing and cemented in that first team putting in the eric dyer challenges and <laughs> the christian erickson assists with, with a bit oh, of Ronaldinho flair i mean you you've not set yourself up to have too much expectation by the way you know oh no when people come and watch you now like oh that, that's that anna from that podcast she's like Ronaldinho crossed with eric dyer and christian erickson i remember what have I done? Uh, well, I'm I'm looking forward to watching you already. I mean, there's no oh. there's no two ways about it now. But no, a massive thank you for for spending time with us today. I really appreciate it. Is there anything you know you'd like to say to the Spurs fans about the ladies team or anything like that before we go? Um, no, just thanks for having me, and hopefully see you down supporting us soon. Yeah, definitely. I told you I'm going to be there. I'm the I Heart Anna fan club. You know, the Ronaldinho T-shirt. <laughs> nice, I like it. <laughs> so, Matt, what do you think? Yeah, did you, did you like the interview? Yeah, really good. Yeah, she seems really enthusiastic, isn't she? Uh, I love, yeah. the, I love the fact that she compares herself uh, to a, a Dyer and an Ericsson because they're, they're completely different players, aren't they? So I, I, I think of her as Ronaldinho. <laughs> you know? I don't know. Yeah, I, I was, mean, tr- I was trying she's to work like it Dyer away. Erickson with Ronaldinho thrown in. I, I, what a player she is. How about how, how about calling her Christian Ronaldo? <laughs> yeah, 
Ronald Dyer, Christian Ronald Dyer. I'll run that past her. No, I mean, yeah, it was lovely talking to her. Uh, really warm, really friendly. Yeah. I should have said before we played it, and I have apologies. This was recorded on Halloween. I think everyone would have got that by the opening couple of seconds. But yeah, it was recorded before the Manchester United game. But yeah, I mean, she was lovely. And yeah. she came across really well. I'm hoping to talk to her again later in the season um, so we can kind of update things because she is out injured at the moment, but she is working her way back. By all accounts, a very good player. I'm not gonna, you know, uh, I've got that from a few people I spoke to. I've done, I've done my research. The club, you know, really hoping she can kick on once she's back fit. And yeah, yeah, it was really nice talking to her. So again, I, I hope I get the chance to chat to her again. It was funny when you, because you was talking to her about going back for a Twitter feed, and uh, yeah, I, I actually had a look, and it, oh, it's so depressing, isn't it? Like, I just thought, do you know what? I'm not going to look any further back than when she signed for no. us now I'm not interested no, no, in that no, let, let that just be her kind of past yeah 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 <laughs> leave that leave that Arsenal stuff in the past now <laughs> I, I my favourite thing about that is hearing the sheer terror in her voice <laughs> yeah. now now she'll deny this but I I heard it I heard the sheer panic of oh no what oh, no. did I tweet picture me and oh, Arsene no. oh no what, oh no she had this flashback of like being 16 and tweeting her and her mates out doing something they shouldn't have or something like that yeah. this absolute terror I mean, we all remember when everyone, when we signed Deli Alley and people delved back into his Twitter and yeah. found all of his selfies in the mirror. I mean, that was just a wonderful day for all of us on Twitter. But yeah, I mean, yeah, lovely. Uh, really enjoyed talking to her. Um, yeah, it was really great. And hopefully I'll speak to her again. Awesome. Now, because her interview's going out this week, I think she's going to be listening. So if you are listening, Anna, hello. And thank you for listening. Make sure you listen every week now. <laughs> Yeah, just just putting it out there. But yeah, and she also told me I've been saying Jenna Scalacci and Baptiste right as well. You just love saying those words, don't you? I do, yeah. Well, it's, yeah, Scalacci. You feel like it feels like you're on some kind of um, like the Godfather, Godfather film, you know, like one of the mob Scalacci. bosses. Scalacci. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And make her an offer she can't refuse. No, okay, that went that, that went dark and creepy in a hurry. Let's move on. Did Let's she? Go, did on, she? But... I swear, at one point in the, in the interview, she alluded to you being some kind of stalker. I think. Yeah, I, I picked up on that when I did the edit because I didn't hear it when we were talking. But then she because I I said I'd worked out who her best friend was, and she said, "Yeah, if you've been stalking my Twitter page, yeah, that's a good point, Anna. If you're listening, I'm not a stalker. I'm lovely. Yeah, you, you can go off, people, Anna. I'm just saying. But yeah, yeah, that's a good catch, Matthew. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah." Maybe maybe she won't be coming back on the podcast. Maybe I'll invite someone else on. You sound even more maybe, stalkerish now, mate. I do. I actually sound like a, a jilted stalker now. Yeah, I'm just digging a hole. I've, I've pretty much thrown a hand grenade in. I'm just, uh, but yeah, so she was lovely. Um, I've ruined this relationship with Spurs ladies in, in one segment of the podcast. Oh, mate, so. I'm sure they love you. No, no, not now. <laughs> not, not ever. Right, right now they're listening to this going, wow, who wants to do the next interview? Not me. Yeah, because, or they're, they're thinking, oh, that'd be nice. That'd be fun. But I'm just going to go through my Twitter first and make sure yeah, there's yeah, nothing on there. <laughs> Especially if, it, um, especially if a lot of your previous, if your previous club was, uh, was yeah, them. If, yeah, the 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 arsehole. I mean Arsenal. Sorry, I said it wrong. Um, mate, now this is that time of the podcast where I typically hand over to you to do some Matt stats. Yeah. 
Um, the fans riot when we don't, and, yeah, and I can't course. handle that. Yeah, are are you prepared with some map stats? I don't have yet. Calm down, fans. Oh, I've got oh, some stats. Thank goodness, thank goodness. I, I do worry. So here we go, everybody. It's time for Matt and some stats. And now it's time for Matt's Stats on the Spurs News Podcast. Right, mate. So, talking about that interview you had with Anna, uh, one yep. of the things you asked her was um, about the game developing. You know how it's developing yep. in, in the women's game. So, I managed to find this this uh, article that gave it, it's it was back in 2017. The article, but uh, it gives us some interesting sort of statistics and how much the women's game has grown over the last few years. Yeah. Now, this will give you give you an idea. So, the 2013 FA Cup final uh, was uh, played at the Keepmoat Stadium. That's Doncaster, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Doncaster. So it was contested between uh, your, well, we'd say your club, your local club, Bristol, and uh, yep. Arsenal, Arsenal ladies. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, they won 3 0. Yeah. So, you know. Yep. But uh, the, the attendance that day was 4,988. Okay. Now. I actually say I got the article from 2017. I actually because they gave you that that attendance, but I I, I googled uh, last uh, the, the FA Cup that has just happened yeah. between Chelsea who beat Arsenal. Woohoo! Even though Chelsea, you know, I don't all I don't that, really dislike it. Well, that felt dirty. Yeah, I know. I, I, did, I, yeah. I know. I know why you celebrated, but yeah, that didn't. Feel <laughs> it didn't. Right. No, it didn't. didn't yeah. no. But that yeah. so so the 2013 had was the attendance was 4,988. This year's one, 45,423. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's how awesome. much it's grown in the last five years. Oh, Which that's is, brilliant. That is insane, isn't it? That's yeah, absolutely I mean, insane. What I was saying about the quality of the football, and, and you know, you, you if you were to watch football matches in the 1930s, 40s, 50s, you'll see development of the men's game. But if you watch women's football last season, that is, you're seeing development like year to year, yeah. not decade to decade. It's yeah. really impressive. Yeah, it's, it's really sort of that. It's kind of had this real short burst, hasn't it, recently? Yeah, and obviously, yeah, which you, is good. Yeah, of course. Uh, you, you mentioned it when you was talking about giving us all your little lecture about the um, about the about women's football. So it got rebranded, didn't it, this year? Like you said, so you got the the Super League and the Championship, the Super yeah. League. So. Like I say, the article's 2017, so this is only a, a, a two, two, like, you know, if you go back to last year. But the attendance from 2015 to 2017, uh, so this is people going to the game, they get the games, has risen by 5% in the Super League. And in the Championship, the one we're in, it's risen by 30%, 30 30% in the last, well, in the, from 2015. 2015 to 2017 so that's quite a big jump as well uh, yeah. in, in like you say in yeah, such a short massive, period of yeah. time so that's uh, it, it just shows you that the, 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 the actual game's developing but people are becoming more interested in it and this yeah. this, this stat as well uh, tells you that as well so in the article it tells you how it gives you how many um, women's football related searches have been made on Google Okay. So in 2015, there were 6.4 million searches for anything women's football related, and in 2017, 11.2 million. So it's almost doubled wow. the amount of yeah. No, again, searches. I mean, like, yeah. There's 
Yeah, it just does show just the level of interest. Now, one of those searches today was me, as I was, <laughs> as I was desperately trying to find. Now, I, I actually knew a lot of the information I gave earlier I'd found out through research that I did back in the summer when mm. we, we first started getting involved. But the one thing I couldn't find today anywhere, and if you say you found it, I'm just going to scream at Go you. On. But I couldn't find the promotion and relegation from the championship to the Super League. So I didn't know if it's one team goes up, two teams. Yeah, a I, I couldn't find that either. And, frustra- no. and frustratingly as well, I, I wanted to get some stats on, on our, our players. But yeah. I can't, there's nowhere I can find. Um, so I, presu- I presume, uh, because scalacci has been at the club for 10 years, yeah. she's probably, our, I presume, our highest, uh, she's got the highest amount of appearances for any Spurs player. Mm. But I, I couldn't. I couldn't I find honestly, any. I'm just guessing. Honestly, don't know. These are things we're going to have to find out. These are things we're going to want to quest. But there's actually a really lovely lady on Twitter who I follow, and she's known as Coach Ali. So at underscore Coach A L I Ali underscore. Um, and so I messaged her and said, and she responded wonderfully. She's my new hero for today. <laughs> and she said there are two teams promoted this year, but only for one year only, because the FA want one more, you know, additional teams in the Women's Super League. It's automatic promotion for those two. There's no playoff. Mm, so, yeah. yeah, she's my hero today because she came back to me really quickly and therefore I sounded smart on the podcast. <laughs> you I've, now away, that. I've now completely ruined that illusion, but I don't mind. I'm going to have to yeah. start calling you Penn and Teller now. They always give away their secrets, don't they? They do, <laughs> Yeah. But it's, it's it's hopefully. I mean, like, like I say, it's it was it's difficult. I mean, obviously, if you go if you want to Google anything about the men's first team, it's yeah. millions and millions of pages. And I'm hoping, oh, mate, even the academy. Yeah, the academy. Yeah, exactly. And I'm hoping, like the way it's growing, that in in a few years' time, you can go yeah. on and you can find things that should be just a simple thing, like who's yeah, yeah. who, what, which Spurs ladies players had the most appearances, and uh, yeah. you know who scored the most goals and things like that. These um, they're, they're simple Matt, stats Matt, that Matt, it's impossible Matt, mate, to find. Mate, mate. Mate. We're, we're giving away a potentially lucrative idea. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> we cut this Matt, bit from the podcast. We, <laughs> we we could be ahead of the curve, man. Football ladies stats website. Yes, yeah. yes. Make, right. make some notes. Make, make some, some notes. notes right. Make yeah. some notes. <laughs> If I see anyone register in that domain in the next few days, I'm going to be looking for you. Yeah, and we um, want to cut from it, right? So yeah, so the, <laughs> so the last the last kind of stat on how much it's growing, sort of interest wise. So um, the two it's the 2019 uh, uh, World Cup. Uh, what's next year? Isn't it the Women's World Cup will be next year? Yeah. So the BBC have bought the rights to it, so you'll be, everyone will be able to watch it on terrestrial television. Okay, brilliant. Now uh, the the UK audience for the uh, 2011 World Cup uh, was 5.1 million. Okay. Uh, the UK audience for the 2015 World Cup was 12.4 million. So that's oh, okay. more than yeah. doubled. And that's 2015. So if you bear in mind, like, you know, the stats yeah, I'm giving you about... Yeah. yeah, so that's going to be off the charts compared to what it well, was the last World Cup. I mean, I'll be completely honest. I wouldn't have watched it before, and I will. The yeah. next Women's World Cup, I will be interested yeah, to watch it. So... Yeah, no, that's brilliant. Awesome. Thank, thank you for that lovely women's football themed match stats. It's right, mate. You've done a jolly good job. Thank well you. done, well done, Obin. <laughs> and remember to keep notes because our our 
You could call it Matt Stats for Ladies. Yeah, there you go. And, yeah. and that would be the website. <laughs> yeah. Although that could get some weird people Googling that. Yeah. Don't Google Matt Stats for Ladies. <laughs> i got to shut up. I don't know what's going on today. I'm just getting myself in trouble every five minutes. Um, yeah, so let's let's move on quickly. Quickly. Me, me creating websites of disrepute. And let's now go to our Facebook page. And now it's time for your comments directly from our Facebook page. And on our Facebook page today, which sums up the mood, I think, is there's not much. After not two wins. People... After two wins, it's quiet. After two wins, it's quiet, mate. Um, <laughs> if we'd had two defeats, I, I promise you there'd be like 60 comments on oh, here. Oh, absolutely, but... yeah. Um, so let, let's have a look. Let's load them up now, and here we go. Yeah, it is two. Um, but they're two good ones. So let's let's go with that. The first one uh, commented a few times. Mohammed Mustafa. Hello again, Mohammed. Um, he says the winter transfer market for Tottenham and what positions do you think we need? Now, there, there's two aspects to this, Mohammed, and I think Matt will agree with me on this. Is do we think we're actually going to do anything in January? I got to be honest, I don't. Because although we need, I think, financially, things are a little bit... What's the technical term? Screwed. There we go. <laughs> um, so, I don't expect... Now, if we were... So, let's answer it that way, Ryan, because I think that's what Mohammed would like. Mohammed would like some wild speculation. Let's go with that. <laughs> so, if we were suddenly to go, Oh, wicked, the stadium's finished. Didn't see that coming. Oh, good, the refinancing's happened. Oh, good, we're going to announce it's called Nike Stadium London. Hashtag Sam knew all along. Um, I, I'd like to see us, and this is going to cause problems, I'd like to see us maybe look at a left-back because Danny Rose is long-term injured and I don't think he's ever going to shake that off now. Um my my feelings on him to one side and you know we me and him have resolved our issues he didn't know we had any but we, we've worked them out um but you just can't rely on him anymore injury no, fitness no, he's not he's not the he's not the player that we had like a couple of years ago even is he no no so so that's that's a sad thing but it is true and for me ben davis this season has gone backwards um like you have a few moments where he's okay but you don't need you don't you can't have okay when you're a Champions League team. Um, okay is for mid-sea table in the Premier League. Um, okay is for West Ham. Yeah. So you need to move on. And I think left-back's a position we need to look at. Uh, people may disagree with me. And those people are wrong. But no, no <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think left-back's a position we look at. I think central midfield. Um, the news today is that Dembele it is ankle ligament damage. And... <sighs> I hate to say this, but that could be the last time we see him in a Spurs shirt. Don't be surprised. His 250 appearance could be it. I mean, he's out of contract in the summer. We wanted to move him on in January and get a fee if that was possible. There's no way that's happening now. Mm. Um, he's going to be ruled out until January before he can train. You're looking at February before playing a game, possibly, and that's if it heals okay. The player is going to be talking to other clubs from January to arrange his free transfer. You all know how much Pochettino loves players focusing on anything but Tottenham. So, it's yeah, that could be it. Which is a really sad end to a player who I've really grown very, very fond of. Yeah. But 
what focusing on the question that means that central midfield we are very light you know right now we're a winks injury away from a crisis mm, mm. so yeah I, I think if probably more so than a left back I think a left back's kind of me shopping I think we need an upgrade whereas in central midfield I think we definitely need to sign somebody yeah I what agree about, what about you my friend well do you know what I'm actually really glad uh, that Mohammed's asked this question because it's reminded me of, of some news that we had this week of uh, Raphael van der Vaart uh, retiring from football yes I, I was going to come on to it oh was you oh I'm sorry yeah. no, <laughs> sorry no, to steal okay. your thunder uh, no, but okay. it's, it's uh, the reason why it made me think of him was because we, we signed him didn't we um in the, it wasn't the January transfer window, wasn't it? It was the last, wasn't it? The last day. I believe it were, was. Sir. It, the it, it was the last day of a window. The, the other window, if it yeah. Was January or Possibly, summer. yeah. Whichever one it was, but yeah. he he just invigorated the team, didn't he? He um, time, yeah. great great player, obviously. But I just felt like like I just like when he signed, he got us all excited. Obviously, he'd come from Real Madrid as yeah, well. Yeah. He got all the the players. It seemed to give the players an extra level. So I, that's that's why for me, I think that we have to sign at least a player in January. Not like yeah. I, I understand. Like you've you've gone into the the the, the, the different um, positions that we we need cover on, which is brilliant. Yeah. For me, I'm looking at looking at it as more of a general thing. I feel like it's not only we need the, a lift. We, we, yeah, the fans need a lift. Like Everybody the, 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 needs yeah, the, something. Yeah. yeah, the fans need to, the, like, like what you know. I was talking earlier about that. You know, we was talking about the, the fans booing uh, when the substitution was made, and you know, I alluded to the fact that it could be the ground and stuff. If we signed a good player, like I'm not even saying suggesting a player that could possibly just walk into the first eleven, but an ex, like an exciting name. And yeah. I know like, it's, it's not going to happen, but say Zaha for example, you know. Yeah. So a player like that, that would just then. Give the the fans a lift. The, the players it would give them an extra in, in, um, impetus as well, and it it would just improve the mood. I think that's why for me I feel like it's essential that we make a side a good signing in January. We just have to. We have to. Like it's it's weird, isn't it? Because I'm I was about to say lift the gloom, and yeah. <laughs> like we, we we're fourth in the table, and like we you know there is there shouldn't be no gloom, should there? It's just so no, weird, I but but just lift this kind of meh feeling that we've all got at the moment, and f- that's why I think that we need to sign a player, a good player, and and yeah, okay. you're, like you're right, probably like a, a good left back or you know a, a centre mid, you know, just to kind of a good one. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, no, I mean, I think we've answered that. Um, I, I do think it would be remiss of me not to mention the fans often comment that they're owed a tattoo. Just putting that out. <laughs> just, just letting you know that's not I thought, forgotten. I thought, I thought it had been. <laughs> I, I thought we're going to go double or quits in January. Double or quits? Oh, yeah. Should I just do that? Let's go double or quits. Yeah, yeah go let's go. Yes, <laughs> double or quits in January. So, so you are saying tattoos. that if at the end of January oh, that we have not signed a player, there will be two tattoos. Oh, my God. Right, okay. Yeah, go on. Let's do it. Let's go with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope if your wife was listening, she stopped. Um, so we now have a second question, a final question from Adam Sasson. Adam says, thanks, guys, as always. You're welcome, Adam. Uh, any ideas on Toby and where his contract stands? Uh, last we heard, his agent was banned from the club. It wasn't his agent, it was his manager, who happens to be his dad. Um, two separate people. I know manager, agent, easy to, to mix the two, but yeah, they are separate in this instance. Um, he's been out there playing most games, playing very well. Yeah, you're right. Um, is he just running down the clock? It's a... Uh... Interesting thing on that, because there were rumours last week that talks had 
um, kind of, or things had thawed. Uh, Rumours that his dad was no longer banned. And I kind of thought that maybe there must be some accuracy to that because Toby was banned from media duty. Basically, he wasn't allowed to go off on his own at any point. And then he gave an interview to Sky Sports before our game at the weekend. So clearly that ban's been lifted. Um, he spoke very highly about the club. He always talks in the sense of us. He talks about moving into the new stadium, be it now, next season, whenever. So he says all the right things in that regard, but then he always has. He's, he's you know, very good. Yeah. Um, it's a difficult one. I don't think anyone really knows the answer, and I don't even think the club and his people know the answer because I think the club are so focused right now on trying to get other things done. Um, the Delhi Alley contract, for example, got reported that that was pretty much done and dusted in the summer, which is why everyone was wondering why it hadn't been announced. However, it was because simply you need Daniel Levy to finalise things, and a few things were left up in the air, and Daniel Levy was focused elsewhere. So, uh, you know, they reckon the Christian Eriksen one's all but done, and that that be announced very soon. So it's... I don't know. I'd like to think he'd stay. I'd like to think he'd sign a new deal. I'd like to think that's perhaps ego going to be put to one side. And ego in this regard, I'm actually referring to Daniel Levy. Mm. Um, I think when it comes to negotiations and stuff, that's his game. You know, uh, you know, Toby's playing football. Daniel Levy's doing the contract negotiation. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And, and I think he didn't like the way things went down last time. That wasn't to his script, if you like. And but you don't know you know it is conjecture and it is so very difficult to to make sense of a lot of the stuff out there because there are some very very good journalists with ties into the club and when you've been running a page like Spurs News for long enough you get to know which one's stories are true and which ones generally lick their finger and whatever sticks to it they write and you know it's normally nonsense just pick up the sun at any point <laughs> and that's what they do I mean, I'll, I'll never stop saying this because I think more people need to realise this, but the vast majority of Sun online stories are not written by anybody who will put their name to it. Mm. They make up names. Nonsense, you can go onto their website and look up a full list of their journalists and none of them are named on. You know, Some of them aren't even created. About three months ago, there was a story about a Tottenham player wanting to leave. I can't even remember which player. I think it was for Tongan they were writing about. And the person who wrote the article was apparently Mr. A Name. Jesus. You know, get get creative when you lie. Come on. But anyway, so that's by the by. But the sun's crap. Everyone knows that, yeah. surely. So when it comes down to stuff like this, when you rely on those people because you read the stuff they've written and you go, yeah, okay, they're trustworthy. Clearly their sources in the club are correct. And even they're kind of going, well, we were told this, but nothing's happened. We're confused. You kind of got to stand back and go. I don't think anyone knows. Mm, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. um, I I always try and give my opinion on things, and I always try and say this is what I know because someone's told me, and this is just my opinion. So, now just my opinion. I think that there may be a deal done, and if you'd asked me that a few months ago, I'd have said not a hope and help. Agreed. So, yeah. Oh, I rabbited on then, didn't I? <laughs> cool. Um. So yeah, just to finish then. Um, because I planned it, is I wanted to mention the wonderful player that was Rafa van der Vaart, who came to us and was just an instant hit. He loved scoring against the scum. 
he nutmegged Jack Wilshire and then laughed in his face and pushed him. <laughs> I, he, I, I mean, I loved the guy. Uh, you know, just watching him play for us, I, I had the absolute privilege of watching him live once. At, um, it was in a cup game, uh, lower league side, and you know, we you know what the grounds that you can literally just reach out sometimes and feel like you could touch them if they're taking a throw in. You know, you're that mm, close. Yeah. And he, he was on the wing and he beats two players and I was just sat right there and I watched it live and just thought, wow, yeah. that was that was amazing. Yeah. Um, the only time I've seen players a player do that before live that genuinely had the hairs on the back of my neck stick up was Ginola. Yeah. You remember we used to watch Ginola just beat a whole team by himself? <laughs> he used to make it look so easy, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was worth it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Van der Vaart, a big mention of him. He has retired now from football. A few smart asses said, oh, I thought he retired a couple of years ago. Hardy har. Um, but he, he has said repeatedly his favourite time in football was being at Tottenham. And for a player to say that over his career that he had, the things he won elsewhere, etc. But to talk about the fans at White Hart Lane, the European Knights, that team he played in. And the sheer love he still has for us as a club, I always, you know, I think will endear him for all time, for all of us. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, for me, my, you know, you said about how he loves to score against the scum as well. My my best, one of my best memories, and I'm sure there's a few pictures online of it, is when when he scores that penalty to make it 2 all. Yeah. That, it was the first win we had at their new ground, wasn't it? And uh, yeah. he just looked at him and put his finger to his lips. And yep. That, that's it. You were just... My hero, shut up! You're my absolute hero, (laughs) and you always will be. Yeah, no, a brilliant footballer that I think we were very lucky to have at Spurs for that time. Very sad when he left, Mm. and I think he his career just stopped at that point as well. I think he was sad when he left. I mean, there was a lot of personal stuff off the pitch for him, which you know we won't go into. We're focusing on one as a football player and. As a player, he he was great. He he didn't want to go either, Sam. Did he? He he, he said well. No, I mean, without going too far into it, he, he had a number of problems off the pitch. His marriage was breaking up. Um, there was accusations that he'd hit his wife, um, which came out in the British press. Uh, he wanted to stay. The club wanted him to leave. Mm. His wife basically went back to Germany and said, you know, if you want to work on our marriage, you've got to come with me. Yeah. <laughs> a German club who he'd played for before wanted him to go back. The stars aligned, you know, yeah. well, I'm going to go save my marriage. Um, the marriage lasted about another three months. <laughs> His career at that <laughs> club stayed, ended, mate. you know. Yeah, you know, but you and I both know when stuff like going on your personal life, yeah, everything else goes out of window. Yeah, of course, um, exactly. Which you should do, you know. Yeah, yeah exactly. and and you know, he made decisions from there, and it just kind of snowballed, and his career never really continued. It kind of was stop start, and I think sometimes, you know, I think his retirement now. Uh, the joking about a couple of years ago, he possibly could have retired a couple of years ago. I don't think he's really played good football for yeah, a while. Um, yeah. But for us, those few seasons, oh, just magical, great memories, magical great memories, memories. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's it for this week, my friend. Um, it was the Spurs Ladies Special. Uh, hopefully, everybody listening found the information interesting. I hope everyone really liked the interview with Anna. Uh, we will try and talk to her again later in the season. Uh, I will also try and get a few more from the Spurs Ladies squad on to, to chat to us. If any of them will chat to us now, I've revealed that I'm basically a stalker. Maybe I'll, I'll interview me. the next one, eh, Sam? Yeah, yeah, I think you better add, mate. Because, and yeah, I can't believe Anna called me a stalker. I'm not letting that go. 
<laughs> Seriously, I'm, yeah, we're going to have words. Um, bloody gooner calling me a stalker. I'm joking. Love you, really. Um, but yeah, so uh, big thank you to everybody for listening. Uh, we're back next week, and next week is our 25th episode. Wow. I and because of that, we're going to celebrate it like lunatics. Yes, um, yes. There is There is a rumour it could become a drunk podcast. Yes. Um, where alcohol is involved and <laughs> that rumour is becoming increasingly likely so you could have next week an hour which starts like this and ends like this yay I think we're going so, to have to put the, we have to put the, the, the warning on the uh, podcast as well because I can imagine yeah. the odd swear word is going to slip yeah I do try every week not to swear over the top but yeah that I will possibly increase the warning just in case but yeah it's next week uh, the 25th edition, we've got a specially commissioned poem from the wonderful Spurs poet, which one of us will probably try and read before we start drinking. <laughs> Maybe we should read it up. No, do you know, to yeah. do it justice, I think we should read before, yeah, when, when, when we're sober. <laughs> well, I'm thinking of getting my voiceover guy to do it. Yes. Because, yeah, that That's makes a, a lot idea. more sense. Yes. The only problem is my voiceover guy is a wonderful friend of mine. He's American and he lives in America. Now, I'm in two minds, and I'd really love your opinion on this before we wrap. Do I give it to him and tell him how the poem should go? Because obviously words sound very different in American. Or shall I just give it to him and tell him to read it, and then we can all laugh at the <laughs> Maybe, Maybe get, get him to do a couple of versions. Get him to do it no, how, no, he's, how he thinks, and then... And like, then yeah, and then... So shall I just let him do it yes. this week and then and then see how it sounds and then I'll correct him or maybe I won't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, this should be fun. Okay, so uh, again, a big thank you to everybody. We'll be back next week for the 25th edition and as for now... Take care, mate. Thank you for listening to the Spurs News Podcast. Be sure to join over 50,000 other Spurs fans on our Facebook page at Spurs News. Until next time, come on, you Spurs! And remember, to dare is to do.